0: Welcome to another episode of Wanna Be Entrepreneur. You know, I haven't studied business or product design, I, I study software engineering. But I've been passionate about entrepreneurship and startups and building my own thing for a long time. And because of that, I've been trying a lot of my projects, I've been reading a couple of books. And now with this journey, with this podcast, I got a chance to interview a lot of other entrepreneurs and learn with them. So I think I've, there are a couple of lessons that I've taken from all of this experience that I've already also validated with other entrepreneurs that I would love to share with you because I think they, are, they can be quite valuable and uh, yeah so let, let's do that today let's uh let's go through the life cycle of building a product and and ideas that i and lessons that i've learned and first of all there's a lot of people that tell me that they are not creative that they cannot have ideas but i i really believe that having ideas is, is something that you can train and uh, of course there's like everything right there's there's people that are, have more a bigger intuition towards having ideas. But what you need to do is start looking to the world through uh, entrepreneurs' eyes, which is trying to identify problems in the world and coming up with possible solutions. So how would you solve this problem? And if you start looking to the world with this mentality, then you will end up you know, seeing problems everywhere and... Uh, Seeing possible solutions everywhere too, and it's actually at some point it will be the opposite. You cannot think of new ideas. It's like everything is a possible business opportunity. so if you start actually trying that you will you'll see that you have a lot of ideas and the first thing that I've seen, and I think this is really a mistake from uh, first time entrepreneurs that people that are starting you know in their entrepreneurial path they don't want to share their ideas which is crazy you know I understand people say like yeah you know what if someone steals my idea but when someone comes to me with this mindset I already know that they had no experience whatsoever building an idea because the idea it's really like I don't know one percent of what it makes it successful you know that implementing the idea you know, that that's what actually it takes so much effort. And if you are a follower of this podcast, you have seen how hard it is, right? The ups and downs, you know, the marketing, building, having a team, it's that's what actually it's super, super hard. The idea, it's really, really just a small, small percentage of of it all. And uh, I mean, you can keep the idea just for yourself. But then there's a lot of cons doing that. Because first of all, If you want to get advice, if you want to get mentorship, if you want to get people helping you or joining your team, I mean, if you don't share your idea, they cannot do that, right? And uh, one day I was was speaking with Wolfgang, and uh, he told me that uh, someone approached him and said, like, kind of trying to hire him or motivate him to join this team, and Wolfgang said, okay, what's your idea? And he said, okay, you have to sign an NDA, and then uh, I will tell you the idea. And of course, Vulcan said, say, like, I, I cannot sign an NDA just for that. I mean, it makes no sense. It's There's so many people sharing ideas with me. If I would sign an NDA with all of them, like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I didn't have time. I would have so many NDAs, probably I couldn't speak about anything. So, uh, it, really forget about it. If you have an idea, the best thing that you can do is actually share it. And that, that comes to my next advice or something that I've learned. You know, don't start immediately doing the idea. Start speaking about it with your friends and uh, see if the problem that you're solving, if the idea makes any sense. And um, that's what I do a lot of the times. If I have an idea, I share it with my friends. You know, it's also it also helps to surround yourself with other entrepreneurs and speak with them and see what they think most of the times they will immediately identify a bunch of problems with idea or maybe some they know already about some competitors and uh, i end up actually discarding most of my initial ideas and uh, if i do not discard them so i just keep the idea in the back of my mind i speak with it uh, with a couple of friends and if the, if After like, I don't know, a couple of weeks or a month, I still have this idea. Then I start actually thinking about it. And um, the first thing that I think is like, what problem am I actually solving? Is there an actual problem here? And that's super important because if there's something that I've learned is that if your idea is not solving a problem, a real problem, then, I mean, it will not become a successful product. And uh, it's, it's super hard to validate if it's a real problem or not. But uh, what I normally do in the beginning is I go to Reddit, I go to the community. So let's say change it, for instance, my climate change app. The problem that I'm trying to solve is that there's not enough information for people that want to, you know, adjust their lives towards a more sustainable lives, lifestyle. And uh, for me, that was the case. So it's already already great that I am solving my own problem because then I become an, a user as well. But maybe it's only me problem. So I went on change it to the subreddits of sustainability, climate change. And I asked about it. I asked, like, is this a problem? Do you also have the, the same problem as me? Are there any other apps already that you use? And I start doing both a market analysis and seeing if there's actually a problem on it. And it's it's a great first indicator because if everyone says, oh, yeah, no, that's not a problem, then probably you're not solving anything. But uh, if, you know, people start saying, yeah, this is great. I would love to have such an app, blah, blah, blah. Then this means that this might be a good, you know, a good... Uh, Problem for you to solve. And uh, of course, that this doesn't mean that the problem still exists, you know, or it's big enough or there is a big enough market, because that's another thing that, to be honest, I haven't explored that much, but I know which is super important, which is how big is the market? So, how many people potentially could use your app? This is something that I know it's super important, but unfortunately, I haven't focused too much on it. Probably I should, and I'll do another episode about it. But, um, so, okay, you, you spoke about it with your friends. You cannot stop thinking about this idea. You validate that probably this is a problem that people won't solve it. And uh, what's the next step? And this really depends on your background. If you are a developer, probably, I mean, you, you will use always your skills for the next step. So if you are a designer, the best thing you can do is create a mock-up. Or create one of those click dummies that you can share, even though it's not an app, people can kind of see uh, what what is the goal of it. Uh, If you are a marketeer, you you can create surveys, you can share with, you start building a community and then you can actually understand if you're actually solving a problem. If the solution, also this is very important, if your solution is the best solution for for the current problem... And of course, if you're a developer, you'll start building your first MVP, and that's what I will be focusing on because that's my background. I'm a developer, and uh, most of the people I interview, they are also developers. And um, so, what you have to do is, what is the most, most, most simple product you can create that already solves a, you know, a portion of this problem? And don't don't stress. Don't don't think that you have to build already a huge, huge product because most likely if you know take let's say a year to build a huge pro a huge solution and a huge product you release it and what will happen it was only you thinking on the idea right so probably you failed in most of the features and you will have to basically redesign the full product so just come up with the most most simple feature you can think of that is already solving the problem and release it to the world so you know, I, I did an interview with uh, with Matthias. It's one of the first interviews, which is the the product that he created, the and actually terminated in only ten days. And he's the boss on making you know quick MVPs. So you should really listen to this interview. But definitely, we we changed it. What the, the the thing that I did was I created a simple app using React Native and Expo, and the app only had the list. With, uh, with the content, so a couple of actions that you could tick, and by ticking them, you could see the CO2. So, how much CO2 you'd save by doing such an action. It was super simple. It was simple to the point that Apple didn't want me to release this app in their store because they said it was too simple for their store. But it was a great way for me to share it on Reddit and share it on Hacker News, share it with my friends. And I start seeing that there was a couple of tracks. There were downloads. So if people are actually downloading your app, it will kind of validate that there's a problem that you are solving. And uh, that's what happened. I already got a bunch of people downloading it, and I got a lot of feedback, a lot got a lot of positive feedback, uh, and also a lot of negative feedback. People saying, okay, this is not doing enough for me. You could just write a blog post about it. So that's actually the next tip which is feedback 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 i also did an episode about it it's one of the first ones it's it's called feedback 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 and um, you now it's when you start building your product you start collecting feedback from your users and you start you know introducing is this feedback in the development of your app and what i do is i have a trello board where i you know gather all this feedback if there's repeated or duplicated feedback i just do a plus one and i know that this should be prioritized because there's many people speaking about it and um, then i just do cycles cycles of development i get this feedback and i say okay this will this feedback will be in my next release And I do it, I release it, and I see what people think about it. And this this is my process. I've been doing this for like months, you know, collecting feedback and coming up with new features. And there will be a point when you validate your problem. But then, and this is, again, my opinion. I'm not sure if it's completely right. You need to see if your solution is solving the problem 100%. And one of the great metrics to see this is retention. Because if you are actually solving a problem... And people actually like your product; they want and install it, right? So if they install it, it means that they are interested and that there is a problem. But if they uninstall it right away, it means that your solution is not the best solution for this problem. So that's why I think that then what you should focus on is retention, and uh, that's kind of what I've—that's the stage where I am at with change it there's a the retention has been you know growing but it's still far from ideal there's a lot of people still removing the app a lot of things that i can learn and improve and that's basically the stage there that i'm developing now one thing that is also very important, and I really believe that you should start thinking about it since the beginning, especially if you are a bootstrapper. So this means that you don't wanna get, you know, raise money or anything. You wanna build it, you know, you wanna keep your the app for yourself and you you wanna build it with the minimum amount of money possible, then is to start thinking on how is your uh app or product going to make money and I really believe that you should do this from the start even if you don't start implementing it from the start you should already have an idea on how the your app or product should make money because if you develop something that along the road there's no way to make money with it then uh, you will have probably to change the the product, and then you will have to do three, four, five steps back. And you can have this uh, as for instance the example of Twitter, right? Or a lot of social media. Twitter only started make money really, really along the line with uh, with advertisement. And a lot of people do not like advertisement, right? So they lost a lot of users because they just came up with this idea of like now, okay, now I put advertisement there, and uh, the business model doesn't allow or the monetization doesn't align with the product so what i did was change it was okay how am i going to make money in the end that i there's also a couple of episodes about it in the beginning about monetization and business models but the idea for me was to create the affiliate links and to create an echo store a store where you i would showcase products that You know, ecological and sustainable products that people could buy. And this for me aligns totally with the mission. My mission is to make changes or make sustainability accessible to everyone and uh, having products that are accessible that if you want to you know buy something that uses less plastic you can quickly go to the store and buy it it's it makes total sense for me so from the start i'm also validating the business model and seeing if people are actually clicking That's actually one of the main metrics i focused at first Also, if you go back to the episode, you'll see that I was focusing and trying, and how I tried to improve this. And uh, yeah, now I can see there's a lot of people actually using the store and clicking on the product. So I validated that, and now I'm focusing on organic growth. And hopefully, once I nail this, once I have the retention perfect and I have the perfect product, the app will just boom and start, you know, having more and more users. And now we'll finally will be able to to make some money because so far. I've only made what like 50 bucks or something with all these affiliate even less. So this this yeah these are basically the lessons that I've learned and well actually there's one more but this one I've learned from these interviews which is when you're starting your idea you know there's ideas that in the beginning they seem amazing but then after a month or so you you don't like them so much. So it's very, very important to do something that you're truly passionate about because, you know, building a product, it's super hard. It's probably one of the hardest things in life because there's so many lows, you know, Uh, the, the, the imposter syndrome always kicks in. You think that your product is not good enough. You have to work so much. You never you always think that you are not doing enough. So it's really, really hard. So if you are not doing something you're truly passionate about, you will easily quit and, you know, drop in the towel and say, okay, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And a lot of the people I interviewed in this podcast, they are truly passionate about what they're doing. And, uh, you know, even when I interviewed, Christie, said, like, there's no plan B. The plan B for me is to just, you know, do it again. And um, I really believe that if you want to do something do something that you're passionate about otherwise it's going to be really really hard if you want to find what you know you're passionate about there's an episode i did it's called find your inner why also in one of the first ones and there i kind of you know i came up with my own way to immediately look an idea and see if i would you know along the way be interested and motivated to work on it and uh, this might be also useful for you. Yeah, and this was my guide. I hope this was uh, interesting. I-, I know that you know I'm always reevaluating and learning and adapting this guide. And if you have also ideas of things that I've missed, please share it with me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is WBE Podcast, and. Um, I also know that, and I've I've spoken about this with a lot of people that it's super important to have a mentor, and especially if you are starting in in as an entrepreneur or something that you are, you know, you don't have a network. Having a mentor is crucial because they will guide you, they will give you motivation. You can learn a lot from them, and that's also try- what I'm trying to do with this community, so that you know I can have a lot of mentors and we can help each other. And I've been creating a Slack channel with uh, most of the people I interviewed are, are there. So you have entrepreneurs from all backgrounds that are doing. Some people are uh, designers, some people are developers, some people are product managers. Everyone is there and uh, you can actually use this Slack channel to make questions and find your mentors. And uh, for you to have access to this Slack channel, you can support this podcast and become a member. You pay four euros per month and you have uh, access to the Slack channel channel. You have access to some also prime content that I only share with members that support this podcast. And of course, you you are supporting the podcast because I don't do ads. And the only way I want to grow this podcast is with the support of the listeners. So the link will be in the description. You can just join and find your mentors in the Slack channel group uh, of Wannabe Entrepreneur. I'm waiting for you there, so really consider joining it. It's just 4 euros per month, and I think you can take a lot, a lot from that. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you tomorrow.